What the bloody hell are you buckers doing out here? This is National Park. You can't camp here, mate. Uh, sorry, we did not know that was the case about National Parks. I mean, there's no um, signs here. Ah, well, don't get your knickers in the knot, mate. I'm not a ranger or anything. Hey, I mean, look at this bloody fire, mate. Hey, you haven't put it out properly. All this bloody salt bush around here is dry as a nun's nasty. You know, one spark, the whole bloody place will go up. Ah, I, I, I did put some water on it. Yeah. <laughs> well, for all the good you've done, you may as well have pissed on it, eh? That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, a good thing I found you, huh? Name's Mick. Ah, um, Rutka. 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 Hey? Mm. Crowd, are you? Um, I'm from Germany. Yeah, they usually are. Good guys, are okay? Yeah, I'll see you. Okay. Oh, Heil, through line. Hi. <laughs> Little bit of German for you, mate. It's good. <laughs> yeah, well, as I was saying, mate, if the Rangers did find you, you'd be charged, right? You wouldn't want that, would you? Nice. Well, as a matter of fact, mate, I'm going back through town so I can give you a lift, OK? You know, and set you up in the caravan park for the night. Uh, right? Uh-huh. Yeah? Um, you wouldn't want to be hiking back into town, would you? No, um, you know, hoping to get to lift tomorrow. Like I said, there's no signs here, so I did not think we were doing anything wrong. Well, I'm offering you a lift, mate, you know, so you won't get caught. <laughs> um... Your shows is not camping here. I, I checked on the map. I just said so, didn't I? Well, yes, but, um... Well, you call me a liar. Um... Look, I'm going to give you one last chance to help you out. All right? Thank you, but um, we will stay. Sorry about the fire and for making you come out of your way. Don't you turn your back on me, you Nazi bastard! So let me hear you talk back now, you dopey cunt. get in here um brandon knew you'd have a hangover so i whipped this up for you it's a family recipe what did you do, put a phlegm globber in it or something i'm not gonna drink that piss i knew this stuff would be too intense for her intense grow up you think i'll drink it just because you call me chicken Give me the cup, jerk.
God. I can't believe it. I just killed my best friend. And your worst enemy. Same difference. What are we going to tell the cops? Fuck it if she can't take a joke, Sarge. Cops. I can't believe this is my life. Send my SAT scores to San Quentin instead of Stanford. All right, all right, all right, all right. Just a little freak to you. At least you got what you wanted, you know? Got what I wanted. It is one thing to want somebody out of your life. It is another thing to serve them a wake-up cup full of liquid drainer. All right, all right. We did a murder. That's a crime. But, uh... If we, this were like a suicide thing. Like a suicide thing. Yeah, I, I mean, you can do Heather's handwriting as well as your own, right? Right? Um. might think what I've done is shocking. Yeah. Uh, to me, though, suicide is the natural answer to the myriad of problems life has given me. That's good, but Heather would never use the word myriad. This is the last thing she's ever going to write. She's going to want to cash in on as many 50 cent words as possible. But she missed myriad on the vocab test two weeks ago. That only proves my point more. The word is a badge for her failure at school. Oh. Okay. Maybe you're right. Um. Uh. People think just because you're beautiful and popular life is easy and fun uh, no one understood I had feelings too I die knowing no one knew the real me. That's good. Have you done this before? So what are you going to do with the body? Wait, hang on a second. Um, let's just leave it for now, or at least until she starts to stink. We should get started on the episode. You're right. Okay. Welcome to the Blind Rage Podcast. This is Brandon Ford. And this is Tony the Tiger, the Thunder from Down Under. And this week we are returning Down Under for... I almost said wrong turn too. <laughs> <laughs> Wolf Creek... <laughs> 
Wolf Creek 2 with the return of John Jarrett as Nick Taylor. And um, I think this is the unrated version. I don't know. I'm just going to say yes. Yeah. I have no idea, but let's just say. Right. Let's just say. We'll assume. Okay, so, but before we get into the movie and all that good stuff, I'm just going to get the plugs out of the way. Um, I'd like to encourage everybody to please check out my books on Amazon.com by typing in Brandon Ford into the search box. You'll find my titles in hardcover, Kindle, and paperback editions. If you prefer audiobooks, you can find my titles available on Audible. You could subscribe to receive email notifications whenever I have a new release on both Amazon and Audible. If you don't already, please subscribe to the Blind Rage Podcast Instagram. You can also follow me on both Twitter and Letterboxd at Brandon Ford. Tony, you are? On Twitter, it is Madonna Horror, and on Letterboxd, it is Tony underscore the underscore bear. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, critiques, suggestions, recommendations, feel free to email me directly at blindragepod81 at gmail.com. If you haven't already, please stop by the official Blind Rage Podcast Facebook page to like and subscribe last and most importantly please don't forget to rate review and subscribe to the blind rage podcast on your preferred podcasting platform and don't forget to follow tony on instagram at the blind rage koala it's gonna take a little while for me to remember that you finally finally after years of badgering yeah it was like that Kay Parker at the orgy scene. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you continued to resist because you were certain somebody was going to stalk you. Um, So let's grab our beanbag chairs and go over to the paper mache tree. For recent views. We do need a theme song for that. <laughs> we do. Something like Reading yeah, Rainbow. The, uh, um, mm-hmm. Which kind of sounds like the beginning of the most wonderful time of the year. <laughs> mm. Though in, in keeping with that theme, I, I got around to watching a movie called Violent Night, which uh, I intended on watching in December, but uh, forgot to. <laughs> um. Mm-hmm. Which has got the daddy from uh, Stranger Things in it playing Santa Claus. And um, it's sort of like a Home Alone setup where, mixed with uh, maybe Ready or Not, where um, a rich family is held captive by these bad men who are on the naughty list. And then um, Santa does away with them as the night progresses. Which was a fine movie. It was okay, you know. It's, it wasn't my favourite. But what was even less favourite was the Daniel Harris directed Among Friends, <laughs> which was a bit of a letdown of a movie. 
Um, have you ever heard of it? I've seen. You have? <laughs> Did you enjoy it? Mm. Oh, thank no. God. Okay, I can go on with that. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that is about a group of friends who do like an 80s-inspired um, murder mystery night. That As the dinner progresses, they find they've all been drugged to the point of paraplegia. And uh, there's going to be some comeuppance and uh, uh, history and uh, punishment towards the end of the night. Um, it wasn't very good. I did like that there were some cameos, but then I was a bit embarrassed to realise that Michael Bean was in it because his wife is in it. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Um, it's a thumbs down, but... I think I gave it one and a half stars. So there was some redemption, but still not worth watching. And how about you? <laughs> oh, God. Um, well, um, simply because it was there, I decided to check out... Um, the Exorcist Believer. Ah, then you saw her face? And it was not good at all. And as far as genre films go, the worst thing you can do is be boring. And I think that is probably uh, triple when it comes to horror because one thing horror should never be is boring and this was a fucking slog and a half and if it were any longer than an hour and 55 minutes I don't think I would have been able to sustain and I'm I, I really wish that people would stop thinking that Danny McBride and whatever the fuck, David Gordon Green or whatever, are this dream team of horror filmmakers because they're really not. Mm. Um, they're not talented. Their movies are not good. I did not like any of the Halloweens that they did, and I'm, I think they have their fingerprints on something else. And what almost made me laugh out loud, and I talked about this during... An episode I did with James when I one of uh, my uh, one of my recent views was uh, Halloween Kills, and I was talking about how shitty the dialogue is, and um, there's one line, there's one moment where a couple I don't know it's been forever since I saw the movie, um, but uh, so forgive me if I'm getting the context wrong but I think the lead girl and a friend or something are in the car with the sheriff and he's telling saying stay in the car and she's like uh sheriff with all due respect you can't possibly expect us to wait in the car and that just grated on me <laughs> um and there was a moment in <laughs> The Exorcist Believer, when a priest says to Ellen Burson's character, Chris McNeil, who she wants to 
after 50 years, um, she's been studying exorcisms and she fancies herself something of an expert or something. So she wants to do the exorcism and he advises against it. Father, with all due (laughs) respect, you can't possibly expect... I was like, are you fucking kidding me? (sighs) Yeah, it was bad. And... Um, in the very, in the final, I don't, I don't want to ruin it for you in case you decide to ever venture down this dark, dark path, but in the final 15 seconds of the movie, right before the credits, there's a little surprise. Oh, okay. Um, but is it worth the, the... (laughs) the hour 55 Mm -hmm. minutes you have to sit there to get there and no no it is not is it the Linda Blair cameo is that what you're talking about yes (laughs) (laughs) that was a guess (laughs) I don't think I even knew that she was I think I'd heard that there were they were trying to get her there were she didn't want to do it I don't know and then uh, people just stopped talking about it. And then I uh, watched a couple of reviews for the movie on YouTube and they were not good. Mm-hmm. And so I just... I think they were spoiler-free reviews. Um, so they didn't say mention anything about her. We should um, put a spoiler at the beginning of this episode. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think people care. Um, but yeah, she reunites with her mother after 50 fucking years. Oh, so they had unconnected at some stage. Well, what, what happened was, um, Chris McNeil wrote a book about, uh, Reagan's exorcism or possession and subsequent exorcism. And Reagan never forgave her. Oh, okay. Um, or didn't forgive her for 50 fucking years. <laughs> Literally 50 years. My mother wrote a book about me, so I'm never going to... It's like... It's like a... Oh, it's like a reverse uh, Mommy Dearest. Oh. <laughs> See, I was thinking of the Woodsboro murders, but... <laughs> mm. That Linda Blair was in as well. She was. She got punched in the face. No. No, that wasn't her. She was a reporter. That was yeah, Courtney, Cox. Courtney Cox. Yeah, she was the one who says, how does it feel to almost be brutally butchered? <laughs> what? <laughs> who the fuck says that? How do you think it feels? It feels great. Mm. Uh, well, we should ask some of the cast of this movie that we're about to watch mm. yeah. Ask Skippy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you like that segue don't you yes so we're going to get into Wolf Creek 2 if you want to watch along I'm sure you can find it so alright here we go 3 2 one play. Okay. I 
uh, took a while to watch the sequel because I was kind of disappointed that they made a sequel. I was I I become one of those one of those yeah. horror fans. But when I watched it, I, I thought it was I, fine. You know, I didn't think it really needed it. Yeah, sequel. it could have done without it. Um, no, I'm not I'm not one of those horror fans who you know snubs their nose at sequels. Um, but there are certain movies that I I just don't think benefit from them mm. and I liked that Nick walked off into the sunset and you knew he, what he was going to do yeah yeah um, you didn't really need another movie or a TV show <laughs> or another sequel toys. or <laughs> toys or books or um, to tell you um, I think what I didn't mind about this one is that there are some movies some horrors where I feel the sequel really tarnishes the first one whereas I don't think this affected the first yeah. so it, it it was a harmless sequel no yeah yeah I agree on that um yeah it doesn't really affect the first one or my opinion of the first mm. one now I know you're not an officer of the law mm-hmm. but is it true that Australian cops have quotas? I don't actually think so. I think that's sort of just like an urban, you know, you know, when you get a parking ticket, you're like, oh, they have to fill their quota. It's 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 more just uh, people's um, um, not wanting to count accountability. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Well, you know, I watch a, yeah, yeah. Uh, quite a bit of body cam videos, and when people get arrested, they're like, oh, yeah, you gotta make your quota, huh? And the cops are always like, what? Well, it's it's interesting, because uh, we have uh, red light cameras, which are uh, uh, cameras that take your photo if you go through the red light. And a lot of people consider them to be what we call revenue raisers, in that they'll often be in places where it's done the most but in my thinking I feel that that's where you should be then putting them if if people are running that red light shouldn't you then be punishing it <laughs> anyway well you know there's a way to beat that stop at the red light <laughs> you just don't speed yeah. or run the red light the so, young if you obey the law yes. To worry about the young police officer. I <laughs> never found a very attractive man. However, I think he is a gay man, which um, means I've got a shot. No, it doesn't. <laughs> well, okay, he's, he doesn't have a head anymore, but like I think this the sequel lent into the comedy that was in the first one. And uh, I think this beginning sequence is very much for the audience to have a chuckle. Well, I really... I didn't like the, I could take the ticket back. <laughs> or I could make a ticket go away. As has as been known. As is there with his broken leg. <laughs> yeah. Well, because it was it was there. It's a dumb line, and it's there just 
so Meg can say, I'll make you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's all set up. It's set up. Now, did Mick wash for and this one? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But I don't know. I don't know how it is down there. But if you get pulled over, you're not supposed to get out of the car. I've, I've gotten out of my car the one time I got pulled over. I think you're allowed to, but it's here. Yeah. No, no. But uh, well, fucking Americans are crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You don't know who's got a gun. I think in Australia, you're probably all right. Um, but no, if you get out of the car, that's that's cause for alarm. Yeah, they'll probably pull the pull a gun yeah, on you. Yeah. Generally, people just stay in their car, but I think I just did mine on like I kind of got out accidentally. Now I did find it surprising that Mick was cordial with these policemen. Well, I think he generally just doesn't like tourists. You put me on, aren't you? And no, also, he uh, he's a xenophobe. Uh, and I think he knows like how to not get into trouble, let's say. Like he is someone who wasn't speeding. No, he was not. And these are just crooked cops mm. trying to make a quota. <laughs> Crooked crops. And it's funny too because technology has advanced so much in the 10 years, 10, 11 years <laughs> since this movie came out. Um, so, um, I, don't, I don't know how it is down there, but here... They don't. I think cops have partners still. I don't know, but they don't have two officers in a car anymore. Oh, uh, okay. Um, because in the le in the left, um, right side, passenger side is where the laptop is. So they type up the report or they uh, scan a license. Um, things like okay. that. And if they need backup, then they call on the radio. But yeah, they don't have two, uh, two cops in a car oh, anymore. I think we still do. Um, uh, and the computer system they have is sort of more in the dash and um, the keypad is uh, in the middle section of the vehicle. Like above, above where the um, uh, transmission is. Prints out tickets and everything. It's crazy. No. I don't, oh, in, in America. Yeah, in America. Yeah. That, uh, I, I did like that this one did focus a bit more on him. The first one was more looking at the victims, I reckon. And then this one is an examination of he... <laughs> Yeah, that was the idea. And um, you were saying when we did the commentary for the first one that um, you found it kind of disappointing that um, while Greg McLean has done other good movies, he's 
think he feels that he has to come back to this because it's what he's primarily known for. But he actually won he wanted to do this. Oh, okay. It was and in his uh, in his mind to do a sequel. Yeah. Yeah. The the first one was done with the intention okay. of with or with a sequel in mind. I don't, I like that because then it's not a case of doing a sequel because of the popularity of the first one. No, he wanted to do it, and but um, he decided to do Rogue instead. Yep. I wonder why. Um, I think he figured, you know, the first one got good reviews, the financing will probably be Yeah, this was more of a sure thing that could have happened, but Rogue might not have. Yeah. But he had more trouble getting this one done than... With the the financing? Or... Oh, okay. Yeah, he had, like, some some kind of uh there was like some some uh uh litigation involved the, the uh, one of the investors who said that um uh Greg uh, didn't show him the contract or something I don't know some some nonsense okay. um but uh he ended up pulling out and it set the movie back. Yeah. Well, I hope that, in, you know, in situations where a, a movie is held back, the um, filmmaker then fine-tunes the script and does more consideration before everything happens. That was sort of the case with um, uh, George Miller. Um, it took a long time to do Mad Max because it kept getting uh, some issues happening with it. And so with every issue he would then um, put more ideas into it and uh, make it a more dense movie. So it was like taking an opportunity of a bad situation. Uh, You know, for the third one, um, he is neither writing or directing. Ah, like Hostel. He's... Yeah, he's producing. Um, but if he's not writing it or directing it, I don't see the fucking point. Mm. But I guess maybe, uh, I don't know how hands-on he is with the series. Um, maybe it's the case that he likes where that's been going without his um, input, that he's happy to trust part three with that. See, it, uh, he had a, a a bit of an emotional line there talking about I want to see my kids, and then I can make the ticket go away. <laughs> no, I don't care for that. Well, like Mick could have, you know, threatened to kill his kids and say, "Oh, you'll see them soon." <laughs> Just to be really dark. <laughs> or they'll see you soon. Yeah. <laughs> this song, I hate this fucking song, but because it has been used in like yeah. 10 million fucking movies. It's, al- it's almost and like TV a CSI theme song. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
And whenever there's like a truck driver in a movie, <laughs> this is like always the theme song. Um, I uh, did wonder if uh, having such a male lead was a reaction to the first one where it was suggested that it was mainly girls being attacked. <laughs> Um, Even though a lot of women are actually attacked in this movie, <laughs> quite badly. Yeah. I've been I've badly, been past these. Yeah. Um, this is in South Australia. Uh, we've got up up north of the city. We've we uh, at one stage are considering putting in like nuclear um, waste, and so the locals were doing all of these um, monuments against it, like uh, and with alien bugs and you know, men in white suits and stuff like that. Mm. It was fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sounds like a laugh and a half. It's how we keep ourselves entertained. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's a cute name for a bar. Bar none. <laughs> Or it should be actually N-U-N, and, like, the theme could be, cis, you know, <laughs> nuns. The, the bartenders could be priests and the waitresses could yes, be nuns. Yes, exactly. With, like, assless chaps. Which I know the assless bit is redundant. Mm-hmm. It's a bad habit. Oh, you're so glamour. <laughs> Something that uh, um, I found a little bit interesting. Oh my god, go away! Um, is I feel like uh, Greg might have like a a myth, a uh, uh, kind of an ethos going on in the background where, uh, well, like at the at the end of this one when the tourists end up ends up. Um, being treated like a drunk at the uh, at the front of the police station, it's sort of like that idea of all of these tourists that come to Australia and then overdo it quite a bit. <laughs> well, um, oh, this lad's he, name is Rutika, by the way. Pretty much, I know. He pretty much went, or uh, his his uh, his. Um, the outcome of his character was pretty much the same as Ben's in the first yeah. one. Where he got blamed for everything. Yeah. No, I was wondering if his name Rutger after um, the Hitcher. Uh, Rutger Hauer. N- no, I was talking about the No, guy no, I know. Yeah, the, the, the British lead. Uh, or the, 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 the Australian Brit. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I don't know how popular hitchhiking is in Australia. I have picked up one person, but that was... Um, oh, I know who that was. Who? Xavier. Oh, that's right. No, that's I wouldn't call He wasn't a hitchhiker. He was waiting for a bus. Um, 
No, uh, it was a guy, because I used to live in the hills and um, uh, I used to see a guy cycling every now and then. And then one time I saw him walking uh, with his helmet. So I pulled over and picked him up because I realised his bike must have had an issue. And so I took him home. So it was less hitchhiking and more helping someone out. It's like the... It's like this uh, hitchhiker and... Jeffrey Dahmer Chronicles. Oh. <laughs> I don't like freshwater swimming. Just by the way. The water's just a bit too slimy for me. I like beach swimming or chlorine. Um. I've ever been freshwater swimming. Yeah, I feel um, because uh, I feel like I'm drowning more in it <laughs> because uh, salt water is more dense, so you're uh, a bit less weighted in it, so you can keep yourself buoyant a bit easier. Whereas I feel that when I'm in freshwater, it's harder for me to swim in. Uh huh. And also, you get a lot different uh biology around you like <laughs> the lad's quite cute but you're saying these two are australian yeah 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 Um, yeah, and it was written into the script that they were German, yeah. um, tourists. So Greg was saying how difficult it was to find, I don't know why he didn't just get German actors, but he said he, I guess cause he was casting out of yeah. Australia, but it was, it was very difficult to find two actors who were this age. Mm who could speak fluent German. Well, see, I feel, uh, I mean, I don't speak Croatian well, but I feel that I could be, um, I could learn it, uh, the words that I have to say because I know how to say them. So, like, what I'm saying with that is that you could get uh, actors with German heritage I feel. <laughs> and they could learn their lines like anyone could learn them not. Or you could just get actors who could speak German. Yeah, but if they're if that isn't available, then what are you to do? Ship them in from Germania? You mean to tell me in all of Australia these are the only two actors who could speak fluent German? No, they should have they could have just dubbed them. Do like the Italians in the seventies. Um we've got a very uh yeah, I was actually surprised by what you're saying because we've got a fairly big German population in Adelaide, in the hills especially. But, you know, they might have, that might have just been generational when they're less German-speaking than they were. Well, I'm sure your educational system is much better. Well, I don't see German... Um, I mean, um, like in high school... Well, sorry, in primary school we were taught Italian... And in high school, I remember 
the main options for learning languages were Italian or Indonesian. Wow. Though I didn't do I didn't do I it when in, I was in, in high school, just by the way. When I was in fourth grade, we had this older guy come in class to teach us Latin. Oh. And I was I was like, oh, this is unusual. We're going to be doing this now. And yeah, he just taught us that one day and we never saw him again. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what the point of that was. I guess the teacher just didn't... Did have anything did they play a selena cd but oh no um i don't i don't even remember what he taught us um in high school though the only languages were french and spanish but i didn't know anybody who took oh okay (laughs) sorry you could have taken it i had no interest in learning a second language. oh but now you do now I do. Yeah, yeah. What got you into wanting to learn French? Was it the Paradise Song? No. Um. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I really, I don't remember. Okay. It was 2015 when I. Started. Well, I was listening to a podcast the other day, and this woman was saying uh, she learnt Spanish and French, and she said Spanish was a lot easier to learn because the French, um, the Spanish is a lot more um, phonetic. They're very similar. Well, yeah, but with the French, you've got those, you know, letters at the end that mean nothing. <laughs> Um, well, with, um, French, you, the only letters at the end of a word that you pronounce, if it's not a vowel, is C, R, F, and L, and they're called the careful consonants. Okay. (laughs) And they don't. Um, they don't pronounce H. Okay. Like hors d'oeuvres. Yes. And herbal essence. Mm. Or the French uh, title for high tension is haute tension. That means that the French title for Kylie's latest record is Tension. Yes. How <laughs> mm. do you like them apples? What would have been the French title for X? Oh. <laughs> I don't remember. I'm just joking. Um, but no, they do have a. They do have a. Uh, uh, a way of pronouncing the alphabet. I just oh, yeah, yeah. I know, um, like in Croatian, the alphabet is more pronounced uh, as I guess you would speak it. 
So as opposed to A, B, C, it's A, B, C, you know. Mm -hmm. I could have done without all this lovey-dovey stuff. Uh, well, it, it's trying to do the psycho switch, I suppose, where he's creating characterization and story for these people for them to get killed off. It's stretching out the movie. Giving us a few killings that we can... Yeah, well, the movie's a little on the long side as it yeah. is. Um... Is that how Officer Danny sounds? Yeah. Well, if you listen to that song on the um, Planet Funk, uh, not Planet Funk, uh, Random Access Memories album, there's a uh, Giorgio talks about his experience at the German discotheques, and that's what Dan sounds like. Daft Funk. Doing a uh, a Nazi slide. <laughs> So he likes the chase because he could have just killed, you know, like <laughs> instead of trying to convince them into his yeah. you know, lair. He could have had a tranquilizer. Well, that was the thing. <laughs> that was the thing too. Um, in in the making of it on the on the Blu-ray, Greg was saying um, how with this one he wanted to show mix lair and where he get where he lives and you know it's like we, we saw that in the first one we, we, we yeah um i guess he just wanted to make it a bit more grimmier and to have the have, have his like um um ah oh, they're called women um what's it called harem in a way i have that little Oh. Oh no. He likes a good backstab. He could be a he he could be a real housewife. Mm. Well, he'd have to get a um, a uh, prosthetic leg that he could throw at people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, prostitution whore. Mm hmm And um that's what he could do before he, he runs over all the CGI kangaroos. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, they weren't gonna be that. real kangaroos. You silly bugger. Well, I would hope not. 
They had to try and said he had to find the character again it wasn't so easy to lapse back into well especially since it had been a while yeah I'm sure it would be uh, hard to uh... did he explain them what his character was you know where the basis of his character was his father okay that I could see, you know. <laughs> a a non violent version of his father. Yeah, yeah. Just that kind of disregard and um old fashioned <laughs> Yeah. Well he has six kids. Yeah. So he's like, um, you know I Oh Oh no! Oh, he's like, I'm. A, I have six kids. I'm a family man, so it's really hard for me to to get into that dark headspace. Um. So. Well, but it looks like he's having fun when he's doing it. Yeah, yeah. But it, yeah, it would be frustrating because. Um, like, you would have to get into that headspace. Otherwise, I'd imagine having to do the take over and over again. So, you, out of pure... Um, um, <laughs> sorry. To not waste time, you'd just sort of be in that state. <laughs> Yeah, that's the word I was thinking of. I was think I, I could only think expediency, and I, was, I, I don't think that's the term. Frulein. <laughs> that's the bus service. If he did, he probably fed them to his dogs. <laughs> they, they are his kids. Um, this is jumping uh, ahead here, but um, the scene when um, uh, whatever the guy, the English guy, is running in the in the tunnels and he and he comes across the trap with the mm. with the spikes um i forget what it's called but um there's a book um 
called Cover uh, by Jack Ketchum and um, it's about a, a Vietnam vet who is unhinged and I don't remember uh, exactly why but he, he spends a lot of his time in the woods and um, this couple go camping and it becomes kind of like this actually um, but this the book was written before um, but he set a, the same trap uh, one of those traps um, and he smeared uh, beagle matter oh yeah on the yeah ice. Um, so you die of the infection that's just that's uh, common too with uh, robberies um, if you're if they're particularly sadistic um, I heard it's not uncommon in New York but um, if you get robbed people will uh, people use ice picks commonly yeah. um, and they'll smear shit on them before they stab you well and yeah. sometimes the infection isn't caught right away so like you'll get stabbed and you go to the hospital and the doctor will be like yeah it wasn't that deep you're missed didn't hit any organs you'll be fine and then you develop the infection and then you die well that's apparently what John Bunting used to do in prison uh, he'd put poo on the end of pencil sticks uh, pencils and he'd say you don't like mm. you know, the step won't be much but the infection he was the Snowtown killer <laughs> mm. So that's that's a bit um, uh, <laughs> disappointing. About you know, it's one thing to just rob someone, but why um, you know stab them with something to cause infection? That's so you don't identify them. What do you what do you mean? Or so you can't identify them? Okay, so like if if someone say you know um says, give me your money, and you give them their money, would they then not stab you, or would they stab you? I don't know. <laughs> it's a case by case. Uh, okay, okay. Let me know. Next time it happens. I, 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 Write it down. Mm-hmm. If they don't take that notebook. Ed Sheeran got robbed in New York. <laughs> I think I heard that. Yeah. Was he bus? Was he busking? He was, <laughs> he was walking around with listening to music on his phone with earbuds, which is it's probably not. You have to be aware of your surroundings if you're walking around New York. Yeah. Oh. And he got um. They got his money, and they looked at the wire. And they were like, what's that connected to? And he said, my phone. And then I said, give it. And he thought about it for a second. And he was like, I'm sorry, I can't. Because he had too much shit in there. Um, I don't remember what happened, but he ended up getting away. Mm, okay. He was, 
he was pretty long. Yeah. <laughs> He's got all my songs on there. You wouldn't want to. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I, ha I, hate when, yeah, I hate when um, they ask. They need to know what's happening as opposed to... Like, it's not obvious that it's wrong. So she can't speak any English. Oh, yeah, because the boyfriend could. No, she spoke a little English to the woman who... Oh, yeah, with the goats. Yeah. Him up. Yeah. <laughs> I could deal with that screaming, especially in an enclosed space. I'd be like, if you don't... So, all right, I'm going to pull up, over. I'm pull over. <laughs> I used to remember um, when I was driving Metro uh, public transport, uh, I used to um, live um, vicariously through people screaming at each other or babies crying. <laughs> so, like it never bothered me. <laughs> it's like, I hear you. <laughs> I, something that I would struggle with in a high-speed chase is to not use my indicator. It's <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> just something that's so in tune. <laughs> that was uh, that happened once at a, uh, a dumb criminal show. You know, these police were chasing a person who kept using their indicator to go. <laughs> That's like that thing with cat. Oh. That thing with cats when they're running and they're thinking of which direction they're gonna go. Their tail goes in that direction first. Oh, okay. Sure no, I hadn't. It's kind of like when you're on the runway and you point to where you're gonna go. Yes. Purse first. Mm -hmm. So much of the the uh, chase or the close-ups of the, the cars. Yep, yep. Black soul. Yeah. Well, it's easier to move the camera than the set. Yeah, and they had a lot of GoPros. Oh, okay. Oh, we made this. They, because they were so um, afraid of not capturing a shot, they would put several mm -hmm. all over the place. And a lot of them got destroyed. Oh. Um... Not a good indictment Some for the company. Got, like, melted. Huh. Not a good uh, indictment for the company. 
Well, no. It, because of the, you know, they did have some explosions yes. and such. Um, it should have lasted. But there, there was one camera that had that had taken quite a beating but the SD card was okay. fine oh <laughs> um okay you just reminded me of how there was an earthquake movie where um instead of shaking the set obviously or shaking the camera they would film a mirror and then shake the mirror mm -hmm. and then what happened that would uh, make the look like the room is moving because <laughs> the mirror is shaking <laughs> and then the, the actors would respond you know how they should So this one reminded me more of um, uh, the Hitcher than the first one, but which I I didn't mind that comparison. Well, you got the character named Rocker. Yes. Um. This on this side of the country, earthquakes are exceptionally rare. Um, we did have one. Though. It was, it was mild. Mm -hmm. Um, it was like 10 years ago. And I, it, I, I, I don't even know what the fuck. I was like, what, what's that? What is this? Um, it moved my bed. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. My bed moved. Um, a couple of things I had on my dresser knocked over but it wasn't anything you know catastrophic it wasn't like you know that big quake in LA yeah it wasn't a nightmare for you um no but it was enough to make you go yeah. what what this doesn't happen here yeah no whenever it's happened here it just feels and sounds like there's a huge truck driving past the house <laughs> But yeah, I remember, uh, I think, I reckon in New York, there's a section of elevated um, train line, and that's over a fault area, I reckon, and that's why they couldn't go under, I reckon, but I could be wrong. <laughs> well, I don't even know anything about elevated trains. I... Uh, there might be... An area of the city where the subway train is elevated. I don't know. I would say probably. Yeah. See, something that I wouldn't have minded, um, just to show how much that mix mm -hmm. is fucking with him, is that after he left, Mick should have collected the body. <laughs>
when did you watch this one? Um, I downloaded the torrent. Oh, you slut. When it first came out. And I think I watched it once and I really wasn't all that impressed with it. Oh, okay. Why were you not impressed? Well, because it didn't seem like... The, it seemed like... Well, the story for the first one is a little thin, let's mm. be honest. But... It seemed like the... Same old, same old? The storyline for this one was, like, non-existent. Yeah. And it seemed more, like... A lot of it seemed more like an action. Yes, yeah. That's probably why I see it more in the, the Hitcher lens. Uh, yeah. It is a cat and mouse, as opposed to a tension-building... It's like a road yeah. games type. And I don't think that the violence is as intimate as it was in the first one. Like, um, that was a lot more knife, whereas this is a lot more shotgun. Or gun. <laughs> yeah. Well, they say a knife is intimate, a gun is less personal. Yeah. Or it's not personal. Well, the knife is that very phallic. Knife. Well, of course. Um, but the most intimate is uh, strangulation. Oh, yeah. And that doesn't even have to kill the person. No. First rule of the road. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah, that'll make him come back. <laughs> you should have a sign saying, Give me a rider, everyone does. It's like that fucking idiot girl at the end of, um, Ready or Not. You saw Ready Yeah, or but not, I can't right? remember what the ending was. Well, it was, it was when she got out and they were chase they were, they were chasing her and she managed to get off the property and, um, into the road. And she was trying to flag a car down, mm -hmm. and he kept going, and she screamed after him. She said he had a little dick. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Really stupid. Oh, I hated that movie. So I was like, yeah, that'll make him come back. Um, now, this is a, a, a bit of a cliche, because it, it's been done a few times where the first car is a safe one, and then the second one is not. Hmm. <laughs> Mm. But it's often more the case that they won't hail the first one because they think it's the killer. So they hail the second one and it turns out to be the killer. <laughs> <laughs> Was that really snort-worthy? <laughs> Must you make mention of my snorts? They're not, they're incidental. They're not on purpose. <laughs> they grace out a little worthy. 
Well, no, because she thinks she's cute when she does it. <laughs> no, but it comes out accidental. Lately. Stab the trucking. Mm, we've got some quite aggressive truck drivers. Sound the thing. It sounds like a missile. Of the trucky. Yeah, when the truck was going by, or you know, picking up speed, yes. it sounded like a missile. A little misplaced, I would say. <laughs> Sound effect. I think it was an actual truck. You just don't get to hear trucks you very often. Have... Yeah. No. You've got those petite roads. We get the road trains. Seatbelt. <gasps> oh God. <laughs> I wonder if Greg thought this was funny. I think so. The music, or just the whole the whole yes. thing. Um. Well, I think there is a lot of uh, truck drivers who. Are happy to kill kangaroos. They won't swerve to miss a kangaroo. Well, that's just awful. Well, yeah, it is, but it's it's. Um. Is it that easy though to run a kangaroo over? Yeah. <laughs> um. Because yeah, I thought they were kind of, they were pretty big. Some of them are quite big, yes. Um, I would actually suggest that where they are, the kangaroos should be a bit bigger. Um, but they're pretty big, yeah. Welcome to Australia, cocksucker! Oh. <sighs> yeah, he's a bit of a homophobe. <laughs> I think I put accents on the wrong part of that word. You did. <laughs> and, um, he said that like it was a bad thing. I mean, yeah, I Because doesn't he want him for that later? Mm. Yeah. Poor cheap. Um, I think that sound effect didn't wasn't effective of the uh, sparking on the side, but nevertheless. Mm. Oh, and the music stopped. Mm hmm. How convenient! Yeah, it's, it's like the music from at the end of Sleeping with the Enemy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that's the lesson of this movie. It's like, Jason is don't fuck in the woods. This one is don't laugh.
Some lovely scenery. Yeah, it makes you want to go to the outback. Yeah. Oh, it's not too far from here, so. Run down some roof. No, heavens to Betsy. Well, they might punch in the face. Mm, it'd be worse if they slice open your belly because they've got sharp claws. <laughs> well, I was talking about that. I was referencing the old Warner Brothers part. Ah. For Sylvester. Boxing the tank. Yeah. Because you thought it was a giant. Oh, oh, that's right. Apparently, um, when the uh, settlers that visited Australia were sending back information about the platypus, everyone kept thinking they were lying. Because <laughs> mm. it's quite a rare animal. They're like, no, you would think you're not telling me. And then I, th I think even when they sent a taxidermied one, people thought it was fake. God, I keep noticing his car is South Australian. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> well, it's this thing that we do because we're not seen too often. Like every time... Um, uh, you, know, you see uh, Australian money <laughs> so I think it's like oh <laughs> oh I forgot to mention oh, thank you. <laughs> you got to see a bit of German wang earlier but uh, I don't think it was realistic being I think that they're less circumcised they're less circumcised. As in, I don't think that circumcision is very popular in Germany. Like in, in Europe in general. Well, it was prosthetic. Um, yeah, I realise that. He, doesn't, he didn't cut but, off a um, little penis. But... No. Um, but um, I, I, I don't know. I never heard that. Well, in Britain... Um, Circumcision is less in vogue. Mm-hmm. Certain parts of Canada. The East End. They don't circumcise. It's become an, uh, a thing with um, millennials who have children, they're not circumcising? Well, I think um, that's sort of considered as antiquated and like just something that used to be done. Something that you can, um, you know, if you're taught to clean properly, then it's fine. Yeah, but I think that um, <laughs> if... You're, you father a child and you are circumcised then you should probably have your child circumcised because you don't know how to teach him to clean oh, God. properly they could get a teacher in like an au pair for penis care 
an au pair for penis mm. care. But a woman would not know how to fucking clean the dick cheese. A man au pair. They don't have A manny, as one would say. Well, that would be inappropriate. All right. Well, uh, maybe they need, like, prosthetic stuff that's more realistic to show how to do it. Like, you know those dolls that can wee? They can have, like, fake penises that can develop um, spegma. <laughs> Did your school when they taught high or when they taught hygiene did they teach you it wasn't taught through demonstration but it was said to ensure to clean to pull it back pull back the veil (laughs) bit of spit punch We do have these random houses out in the outback. <laughs> Just by the way. I read a book, a gay romance book that was um no, it wasn't even a romance. It was it it was basically porn that was masquerading as uh literary fiction. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was like, it it was like people were trying to, um, compare it to, like, Call Me By Your Name or something, but it was so not, um, but it was about, uh, this, I I think he was American, yeah, he was American, I don't remember where he was, he was in some European country, and he met a, a hustler in a, um, in a men's room and um the hustler exposed himself was you know showing him what was for sale and the american went to sample the product and the hustler was (laughs) was like no he like put his hand up i don't think he spoke up much english he like put his hand up like wait a second and he walked over and he cleaned it in the sink oh okay <laughs> and the book was told from the uh, American guy's uh, perspective and he said like he could taste the the faucet water and it was metallic oh okay it mixed with the it mixed with the taste of flesh foreskin yeah yeah Oh, no. I'm kind of glad um, that this couple are elderly. Like, I don't want it to be a young, you know. Um, I feel like that that's sort of that cliche, and then it would like kind of be romantic. Mm, I don't know about that. Or it could have been a gay couple. It was an elderly couple. <laughs> Oh, Have it with an Airbnb. Um, 
When this was made, there weren't even any Airbnbs. It's crazy. Um, But, um, no, with an elderly couple, I tend to feel sorry. Yeah, yeah, I feel bad for them. But, like, Uh, I I think that if it had been a young woman, the movie would have gone into a direction of them having, like, some relationship. I don't think so. Let's ring up Greg now. I've got I've got him on the phone. Hey Greg. <laughs> oh, was I supposed to do an impression or something? <laughs> no, he's is he's not on he's not on speaker, so you can't hear him. Christ! Always gotta take it one step too far. What would have been good, although you wouldn't get this. <laughs> we used to have an ad where um, it was for corn, and uh, anyway, there was a farmer, and he'd think that the rains were coming, and he'd go, "Oh, the rains are coming," but it was just his kids upstairs eating. Um, corn and like it was so juicy that it would splash into the roof. Ew. <laughs> oh. Oh, that looks nice actually. I'd, I'd eat that. Again, uh, after watching so many uh, of those like Chainsaw Massacres. I was expecting these two to be um, villains, but... (laughs) No. I think you know by now that Nick rides alone. Yeah. Yeah, but if it's a case of, oh, he doesn't bother us if we don't bother him, type of thing. Everybody knows that sweet boy. Mm. (laughs) He's no harm. Then she can start hitting him with a broom. Yeah, she seems like horny. She's, she could be like Pearl. That oh could have God. been... <laughs> Why? I don't know. Did that... Did the third movie ever come out? I think it's still in the works. Is it called Maxine yeah. or something? nice that they're protective of him. Hmm. Because they could have just trusted the Aussie. Mm-hmm. Well, I know I certainly would. Mm. Get off my property. 
given this, um, this thing, that to me it just feels like there's some like element of folklore to the whole thing, where he's not coming onto it, like like a like a vampire stuff thing where he's not intruding. I don't know. I think I'm reading too much into it, but like, um, I think so. No, well, I guess I've got that that background of you know picnic at Hanging Rock and the outback, you know, being a special place. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, if only it were that simple. Dreamland and never never. Hmm. Let's put the music on again. Mm-hmm. You could always tell that there's going to be carnage. When opera starts playing, yeah. <laughs> music. <laughs> yeah. When the music kicks in, it's bad. Mm. It's a bit of a tango. Mm. Um. Poor mama. At least he didn't like do something cheesy like dance. Yeah. Do <laughs> or no? I was gonna say like um, shoot twice during the yeah, dun, like dun. pop the gun at that <laughs> to, to yeah. the beat. Uh, that would have been that would have been almost as unforgivable as the lion sleeps. Mm, yes. So that little flick of the gun shows that he was from the, um, the army. Mm. Yeah, and this is a, a piece of music that's been in a million movies yeah, too. It's, it's basically public domain. Yes. Doesn't mean you gotta use it though. Mm. Just because it's free doesn't mean you gotta use it. Isn't that what they used to say about you at the nightclubs? Mm-hmm. But guess what? <laughs> they use it. They have their taste. Mm-hmm. Nothing metallic about you. Um... <laughs> Mm-mm. I don't know how I feel about the horse. Yeah. We've got our um Mustang history. This seems like it came out of nowhere. Yeah, it, John yeah. Jarrett was adamant. He was adamant that he he wanted to do the horse, ride the horse. Yes. And he was like, "I am doing my horse stunts myself." 
I I've not ridden a horse. I've ridden a camel before. But um I have no longer a wish to because I had a friend who died after falling off a horse. <laughs> So I'm I'm happy with my camel riding. Yeah. And also Madonna fell, so like I'm like, oh, they're already in the bad books. Mm. Actually, she did do that lovely Confessions album after it. Mm-hmm. No, that was, um, that was, um, Confessions was before. I thought that the, well, did it happen before the tour? No, I remember this because, um, she, it happened in like, oh, Seven, I think. Um, and maybe it was oh eight. Well, I know it was post divorce. Really? Divorce was oh, yeah. Divorce was oh eight, and she went on David Letterman, and he said. He asked her if she would ever want to get married again. And she said, I think I'd rather get hit by a train. And that interview was when um, she first got back on a horse. And they both, uh, they rode horses around New York. Okay. On the I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look this up after we finish. Are you questioning? Yes. Me? How dare you? I can ask my computer over here if I just ask the question. No, don't do that. Because mm -mm. um, I, for some, I had it in my head that, um, you know, the beginning of the Confessions tour, how she's. With the oh, horse. Yeah, she was doing the whole equestrian thing. Yeah, I thought that was yeah. in reaction to surviving it. Like, as in... No. Hero. I remember that term hero was an insult at one stage, and I got called it <laughs> by, like, someone in the car next to me. <laughs> Yeah. And then the people in the back mooned me. Oh. This goes on for a while. It does. Um, I, uh, <laughs> but it separates it from other stuff, uh, I suppose. <laughs> mm, 
I, I, I don't. We've been doing movies uh, too, too many as of late that I think um, uh, stay past their welcome and horror as a well I don't I think there are a few movies that should go past the 90 minute running time but horror primarily as a genre um, should aim for 86 I mean, we're almost at, what, two hours with this one? Well, we've got yeah. half an hour left to go. Yeah. Oh, my God. Which feels like it's going to, yeah. Uh, I guess because this, I keep thinking this is the end of it, but then he does do the, um, you know, rummaging through the caves. We just got the Q&A. Yeah. 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 Like his, the whole um, question answer section was a bit, it takes a while. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I get, I mean, I don't know how to rectify it because, um, like, I guess it could have gone faster if Nick was actually legitimately warming up to him. You know, there could have been stuff cut out, but because he's not, it's then it has to have that reveal that, no, nah, I'm still going to kill it. You know, it's... It could have been uh, the Brit lulling him into friendship and then making an escape, but no. Nah. Now the guy who sung this song is a bit of a predator, but I can't remember when he got arrested, so I don't know if it's a reaction to that <laughs> that is included in this. Rolf Harris. He was like one of those, you know, that uh, British guy that you saw that documentary about, but not not publicly known. Jimmy Savile, is that the one that you were saying? Uh, yeah, 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 we don't need to do the whole song. So that could have brought it, yeah. Way to make your killer menacing. Have him <laughs> burst into song. Yeah. It's like um, the Cape Fear episode of The Simpsons. And <laughs> mm. <laughs> Sideshow Bob does a whole medley of uh, <laughs> stage productions. Where do you know that song from? Um, the HM HMS. Yes. <laughs> Oh, 
and Mick's got the worst um, face hair. <laughs> How he shaves, it's like, oh. You look like you're gonna sell lamb. Mm. Again, that focus on the hammer goes on for a while. Uh-huh. <laughs> we get to see it another three times, I think. <laughs> uh-huh. Another friend. Hmm? Another friend. Mm-hmm. Everything's cool. Well, I'm sure it's a, not the f- first time Mix had this. This would be something that I think would take place before the carnage. You know, mm, mm. When he's trying to gain his trust. Yeah. Like he did with some water from the top end. Because you know? mm, mm. he likes, yeah, the knowledge that is going to kill them anyway. Give them mm. hope. It kind of seems to me like um, because there was such a huge gap in between um, <laughs> the, both movies that Greg forgot a lot about the Mick character um, as, as he was written in the original script because he is a bit different. In what way? Well, I mean, look at him. He's not going to sing with anybody in the first one. Oh, I think he might. And he does use it does use the gun a bit more in this yeah. one. And um, 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 I think he's he's uh, he's a bit more. Um, hesitate to say sociopathic because he was pretty fucking sociopathic <laughs> in the original but he's um, enjoying himself more in this one yeah I mean and um it seems like he cares he's focused more on increasing his the body count Mick or Greg in this one Um, are you thinking? <laughs> yeah, a little uh, bit. I mean, because I was, uh, I was gonna say that you know, I mean, uh, uh, 
I would think that if he were um, the Mick from the first one, I don't think he would have. He would have gone out of his way to, to get this guy the way he he did when um, he went to the house. It was like you know, give me the boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me the boy and I'll let you live. Give me the boy. You've got my property. Um, you have no idea what I just quoted, and that scares the fucking hell out of me. Fucking child's play. Uh, what is wrong with you? I wasn't a huge child's. I've seen. I've seen the child's plays, but maybe not more than once. But the original. Come on. The sequels might not be that great, but the original. I've seen class. part four the most. Bride. Yes. Is it called Child's Play 4? No, it's called Bride of Australia? Chucky. Um, when, when was the book that he wrote? Or, like, um, when, he, when he wrote the whole backstory of Mick Taylor? Do you know when he did that? Like, 06 okay. or 07. So, between the two. I do kind of hope that he kills him in part three. But it probably won't happen. He should have, when they were singing, they should have started singing the play school theme song. That would have been good. Mm. There's a bear in there. This is going on way too Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know who this is for. <laughs> Because the uh, you know the answers mean nothing in the end. It's it's not even going to benefit the victim. <laughs> mm. See, this was all edited out of the uncut version, <laughs> the cut version. <laughs> No, no, I'm just joking. Imagine, like, if this was put in the uncut, like, what? what? I don't care about this. Because <laughs> it would say, hello. Oh, no. But they were all sent to Sydney, oh. so it wasn't too bad. <laughs> I think they were treated worse in Van Diemen's land but it's been a long time since I've looked up my history it's like Rocky Heart Picture Show when Frank and Frederick <laughs> yeah <laughs> Janet oh no no it was uh, Little Nell no that was uh, yeah 
Addy. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. <laughs> you don't need to do this. It's just one finger. Yeah, that we often, yeah, we'll often say fuck. Yeah, I think that <laughs> when we don't have much more to talk about, that's when the movies run its length. This is the eighty-six minute mark. Yes. <laughs> yes, I would say so. It should be in credits by now. And especially when it's got one scene that just stretches on. Well, I do wonder if he was trying to do his own, like, dinner table scene from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Like, trying to... I don't know what the fuck he was trying to do. Mm. Whatever it was, it's not working Mm, mm, because mm. it's too long. And it's not interesting. Like, it's... Uh... Like, I don't find it funny, but it's more of a comedy sequence than a horror sequence. I mean, this is kind of the... This is kind of the equivalent of Head on a Stick. Mm. Um, because it's, you know, it's like, with, in that, in that scene, it was just him and Liz, and he was, he was fucking with mm. her. But that was 20 times, this is 20 um, times longer than they had on the six <laughs> I know. So that's what I'm trying to say. Um, since, um, since Head on a Stick was, was so much shorter, um, it was a lot more effective. Mm. 
So it's like with something like this, it's like you want him to just kill him, just get it the fuck over with. Mm-mm. It's kind of like uh, Greg knew where he wanted it to go. He wanted a few things that, but then couldn't get to it quick enough. I mean, like, if, you, if you're going to have a torture scene in a movie, you don't have a fucking musical number as a prelude. I mean, this is just... It... it <laughs> they could have done without the musical it, number. It loses, yeah. all of, it loses all of its luster. I mean, in saying that, personally, I didn't, I didn't care about the, the singing sequence, but I think that it should have been one or the other, the, not the questionnaire sequence or the, you know, no, like I a, don't think, uh, uh, uh. something could have been dropped, but having both made it just drag. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I was really... <laughs> I was reading on Wikipedia earlier, um, some, uh, uh, movie reviewer on, uh, like, some, uh, Australian, uh, news show or something, I don't fucking know, um, he did a, he gave this a four out of a four, okay. and said it was probably the best Australian movie ever made. I don't know about and that. Said, I really, I said, I really hope they made me come out with a third. The best Australian movie ever made is like, come on. Everybody knows that's Muriel's <laughs> wedding. Get it together. <laughs> Was it Jabba? I don't know. Merry Christmas. This <laughs> this uh, this one seemed like it it got like um, more like sixty uh, percent positive. Yeah, to forty, and the first one got like seventy five. Yeah, like that, positive. This one was less successful. Yeah. It wasn't, it, it wasn't a complete, you know, failure. I don't think it's a complete failure. No. Um, but it, it has its flaws and it's, oh my God, I can't believe this is going on. Uh, it has its flaws and it could have used some tweaking and it could have used a better editor. <laughs> um, and, you know, this one is only like five minutes. It might even be less than that. Um, longer than the first one. Yeah. Um, but it, it just it feels so much longer. Yeah, it, it's got a lot of... Um uh, segments like you know you have the the police killing and then you have the German killings and then 
it takes a while before this storyline actually starts. Like, mm. it could have started with him picking up the German tourist in the car. That really could have been the beginning of it. Um, yes. Um, but I think he was trying to go, you know, make uh, Mick... Make Mick's return, make Mick return with a bang. Yeah, but I think that starting it right then would have started it with a bang. You know, having um, the British guy drive up. Oh, forget, I'm sorry, I forgot to write his name down. Having him driving along and then having a German woman screaming for him to stop. That would have been a fine start. Rutger, how could you forget? No, that? not Rutger. This character. The one character. Yeah. Oh. Not even have Rutger in it. So just have it start with her crawling on the road. Yeah, or like even start with um, this British guy driving and have the German woman hail him down screaming. That would have started it fine for me. That would have started with that bang of straight away he's in pursuit. Well, that would have trimmed a good 20 minutes. Yeah. Off the top, so yeah, but because everything at the beginning um, is irrelevant, it doesn't come back into play at all. Like it is, it is irrelevant. It's, it's like it, it, it's it's of no consequence um, to the rest of the movie because um, nothing comes back with the cops mm, mm. Um, or the German couple. Um, or even the couple who take this guy in. Yeah. Um, or just, um, um, God, what's the fucking word? <laughs> Collateral <Okay>. damage. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll allow it. Um, Thank you, Judge. I think, I don't know. It's just, it doesn't really seem like... It seems like there was more thought put into um, uh, making this one grislier yes. than the first one, as opposed to... Um, and in making... In all of the efforts in making it grislier... Um, I think that the, um, the, the element of telling the story kind of went out the window because his, his focus was so heavily in one area. Well, kind of, um, by showing more into Mick Taylor, he gave him less dimension. Like, by, yeah. in the first one where he was more enigmatic and, um, uh, elusive you could make up your own backstory but I find that seeing more into him makes him less oh god not again <laughs> yeah it does make him less but and the thing too was the intention was to have more of him in this one 
um, since the first one was so heavily focused on the survival, yeah. Um, but it's like, yeah, let's make a sequel and let's make him fuck up as many people as possible. Yeah. In as nasty as we can make it and then we'll call it a day yeah it was kind of like yeah in the part one that scene when he killed the guy who the old guy who pulled over to help the girl it seems like that scene repeated over and over again (laughs) anyone who tries to help yes gets killed yeah I think if that scene happened in this movie, the old guy would have driven the girl for about 20 minutes. And got <laughs> shot in the back of head. <laughs> uh, well, there would have been some taunting on the road yeah. beforehand. There would have probably been some... Um, Rear ending, um, and then maybe a shot to the head. Car rolls off the fucking road into a ditch. Yeah, yeah. Where were we? I mean, it's like you know, so, yeah. So, <laughs> I'm getting punchy because of this fucking movie. <laughs> It's like it, it's saying it's saying that um uh, uh, <laughs> what I'm trying to say is um I think um spit it out <laughs> I can't even find the word. Um, okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> I can't even remember the beginning of this sentence to be able to make, to, like, end the sentence for you. <laughs> um, okay, what I'm trying to say is, he is making a lot of the same points that he made in the yes. first one. However, it's, he's, it's, he's, taking way too long to make them in this one. As exemplified by this last sentence. <laughs> oh, I would say so. I would say so. Now, I want to see, because when I watch this, I uh, want to see if it's still got all these fingers. But maybe you don't see it well enough. Does it fucking know? <laughs> well, it would have added to the concept... Of this being his drunken experience. God. <laughs> Something that I don't like in movies in general is when they have these um, uh, cards, credits saying, you know, explaining what happens afterwards and 
make it all, making it all seem very official when it's it's not a true story. <laughs> uh yeah, you don't really see that very often. Mm, I think it used to happen more often in say the seventies and eighties. I think you would see that um, happen more in comedies. Uh, okay, you're thinking um, serial, mum, are you? Like, uh, no, I wasn't, <laughs> but, but serial mom was masquerading as Yes, yes. Um, but I think that, um, that was something of a, um, something of a trope to, if you have an ensemble of characters in like kind of a slapstick oh yep 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 comedy it's like you know this is what happened to them after the fact and like they always have like some silly I just remember this one movie did that happen at the end of Uh, Richmond High? huh? did that happen at the end of Richmond High? yeah like that yeah like that but Generally, it's sillier. So, Madonna fell off a horse in 2005. That's bullshit. <laughs> now I'm happy. Now I can end this this podcast with a smile on my face. Because this movie drifted off. <laughs> Well, at least, you know, there's four minutes of credits. Mm. So it's not all just, it's not all just singing and uh, and dialogue together through to the end. (laughs) Mm. Was that your Mick Taylor laugh? No. Filmed on location in South Australia. We do have our violent offenders here. <laughs> it only makes sense. You have a few. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, uh-huh. um, in the, uh, in the offenders I've come across, a lot of them are, are, uh, Queenslanders? Uh, no, um, uh, they, 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 they prefer, uh, oh, I remember you saying, yeah, yeah, victims, you know, that could be in the clergy, that's what you're saying, mm, mm. well, the, uh, on, um, like, uh, like, uh, YouTube, um, channels or fucking shows or whatever that are so uh, afraid of being demonetized if they say so. First of all, that's gotten really out of, out of hand. It's like they beep every fucking word because they are so petrified of being demonetized. But instead of saying child molester, they'll say chomo, which oh I, I don't. I don't care for that. Well, um, I'm not a fan of the term unalived. 
instead of killed. I don't like that either. No, it's stupid. <laughs> yes. We could do like a Pell Jam spoof of it. I remember the first time I heard it, I was like, did he just make that <laughs> up? Whereas, whereas you don't care about it. You're like, money's no matter for me. No, we're not monetized. <laughs> yeah, it is, it is difficult. We don't yeah, make a dime. Because you sort of can feel that self-editing as they're talking. Yeah. And here you can just say whatever the fuck you want and I don't give a shit. <laughs> Listenership, monetization, all that stuff be damned. Yes. Nobody's gonna censor me, motherfucker. <laughs> now you're sounding like a uh, a frauditor. <laughs> That's the meanest thing you've ever said. To Get me. out. <laughs> I do remember that documentary about the Australian film industry and like everyone was sucking the dick of Wolf Creek. Like, oh, it really saved us. <laughs> and we put our <laughs> genre back on the map. And like, oh, for fuck's sake. Like... <laughs> I think... Sucking the dick of Wolf yeah. Creek. Sucking the wolf... The wolf's dick. Yes. The lipstick dick of Wolf Creek. Oh, oh God. No. Well, do you have any final thoughts? <laughs> I was trying for no, my McTaylorism. No. I know exactly what you're trying to do. No, I don't. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Well, I think despite its length and, uh, you know, um, um, pace, False. yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't mind it. I'll give it a thumbs up as opposed to a don't watch. Just know it's a bit. Uh, it can be a bit of a drag. Um. Yeah. And to think, I started this episode by talking about how boring. <laughs> Exorcist. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think this one was boring. It just dragged, you know. I think there is a difference. There's a difference. Mm. There's a difference. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, we got to go uh, dig up Heather. Uh, are you going to be seeing Heather later? i got to deal with this Okay, I'll I'll see you at the cro- I'll see you at the croquet fields later. All right. Well, yeah. Um, I want to thank yeah, Tony for joining me. I want to thank everybody for listening. And until next time, this is Brandon Ford wishing you all unpleasant dreams. <laughs>